Welcome back to the show. <laughs> it's me, Kerbin Johnson. Across from me is Sunil. Next to me is Juan Valdez. <laughs> Today we have a really special guest uh, on the show. It's important that we brought this guest because I have read every single DM that has come <laughs> to the page. We get it. We need a female voice. <laughs> Mine is not enough. <laughs> so I scoured the earth here in L.A. And I found the most effective, the most black <laughs> by voice, not by skin person, <laughs> person in Los Angeles. And I invited her to come speak on the show. Everybody, give us a really warm round of applause for Danielle. Welcome to the show. Thanks. All right, when's your birthday? January. Ooh. And what's your happy sign? Belated. Uh, I was born on the cusp, so between Capricorn and Aquarius. What does that mean, Capricorius? Yeah, right in between. How do you, like what? Some you it's January twentieth. If you okay, um, some like some some things will say I'm Aquarius. Some things will say I'm a Capricorn. It just kind of depends. What's the like? When does it end? When does the first Capricorn? month and literally between january 20th to 21st depending on when. oh I see so it's like it depending on what it is i'm either a capricorn because capricorn ends january 20th mm. or i'm an aquarius because it begins january 20th oh you see i never knew that okay well she already started learning something though yeah me too well i'm uh, a full-on aquarius okay and uh that's why we're here that's why we're doing this. <laughs> is that is that what it is? Yeah, that's is, is, that, is that how yeah, that works? Yeah, that's well, how it goes. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are, what's right. your sign, Chris? I'm a Sagittarius. Mm. Scorpio. Yo, this is almost like the uh, what song is that? What a man wants. What a you know that song? Nah, I what thought you were talking wrong? about Tyrese. I thought, I thought you were gonna go the, like the Nicki Minaj route. No, I thought you were going was Tyrese. Like, no, I'm going. What's I'm, the Tyrese song? I'm a Scorpio. I came here to get managed. Ooh, uh, I know it's good. When the signs of lovemaking. Okay, 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 okay. I do no. remember that. Yeah. I was going, yo, ladies, my name is Raz. I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> you, know, you know what song it is? <laughs> nah. No. Come on, guys. Let's that? get it. What a girl wants, what a girl wants. No, every time you say needs. that, I think of Christina Aguilera. Yeah, every that's single a, time. It never the fucking fails. There is on. nothing else that goes into my brain other than yeah. that. And that song in her heart. You're like, nah, y'all I, gonna no. recognize this song. No, we got nothing for you, homie. Uh, I'm man, sorry, it's That's over. unfortunate. Okay, after the show, I'll play for y'all. Chris, cut this up so they can look kind of <laughs> All right, well, welcome to the show. We're going to hit you with some hard-hitting topics today. You ready to talk? Yeah, sure. All right, Sinley, you want to start? What are we starting with? All right, let's go Great light. question. So, Gabrielle Union says... Mm. Okay. Oh, this is light. And I, yeah, <laughs> this is light. This is light. All right, so number one, Gabrielle Union is worth $40 million. Yes, yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Her husband is worth $170 million. Okay. Mm. Okay, but inside of her mind, it is best. It makes more sense for her to go mm-hmm. 50-50 with her husband. How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? That's none of my motherfucking business is mm. how I feel about it. I think, honestly, I'm so sick of this, like, discourse. Look, people need to understand that you do what's right for you and your relationship and however you feel. Whatever she went through with her husband and her 
like situation and how she feels about whether or not she wants to split things 50 50 is totally up to her and him they seem to be happy and have a loving relationship and are doing a pretty got good job like raising decent children so that's up to her there are other women who don't feel that way to each his own i feel like we need to do a better job of minding our own business mm. like it's very easy to just be like well yeah not great for me but okay how like, much did you say bring, she was worth huh? 40 40 million yeah. mm-hmm. and he's worth what 170 i feel like after 10 million the numbers don't really matter. Nah. Like but you know what's crazy? Matter. Remember, we had a topic about her earlier. Yes, and did. she, because this isn't her first marriage, it's her second marriage. And like the first marriage, she, I don't know if it was a joke. We didn't know if it was real or not. But she came out in an interview and said, I felt, um, I felt made more. warranted to cheat because I'm paying mo- more of the bills. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that if that's the way she thinks, maybe she wants to make sure that she doesn't get put in that same situation mm-hmm. with Dwayne, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. If that was true, I could see that, yeah, if that's how she thinks, she wants to make sure that she's paying 50% of the bills to make sure that, you know, she doesn't go down that same path that she went with her other previous marriage. I can see what you're saying. I, I mean, I get where you're coming from. I think, you know, because no shade but Dwayne already cheated he had a whole ass kid that's true like before they got married Whoa, while wait, they had, were together he had a kid while they were together yeah. yeah I did not know that uh-huh he I mean they broke up for a while because oh. he they were together and he had a one night stand and had a baby by his one night stand and his one night stand was definitely not letting go of that bag that's crazy I did um, not know no and so one night stand with a woman yeah 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 and though, so like the reality of the situation is, is that like there's all kinds of shit going on, and look, this is information they gave us. It's not, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, the baby came out, so they couldn't hide it. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. You can't be hiding that baby. Right. There's, there's nothing going not on. In 20, not, in, not in the 2020s. Yeah, yeah, not in the 2020s. Now on Instagram. Yeah. That's fair. Um, Unless you got Drake's team. Relax. I mean. <laughs> Drake's team can hide a baby. Push, fuck that up for nah, him. Actually, 40 messed that up for Drake. Mm. <laughs> fair. That is very fair. Either way, I say I, I say that all that to say, like, it's up to her. Like, it's it's that's her relationship and how she feels. And I don't know if it has anything to do with, like, security or insecurity. Because, again, man had a whole ass baby on. Yeah. So, then why she the, so the thing is, is that, like, well, they the made up. She forgave him. Sort of. Why do you say sort of? Well, I say sort of because for every action, there's a reaction. Mm. So, and this is me playing podcast now. okay? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, if you still feel like X, Y, and Z need to be separated from the rest of the alphabet, there is a reason why. It's not just because that's what works best for me. Ultimately, if you go to therapy, someone's going to ask you why. And truthfully, you may not. You may have forgiven him for the act, but you just have not forgotten how you, it made you feel. That's fair. So, so certain things, you know, got to get separated. Well, that's how forgiveness works, right? Like, you don't forget how you feel, and you also can't help your feelings. Like, people always get mad for feeling a specific way, but, like, you just got to, like, there's no way out but through that mm-hmm. shit. That's a bar. So. There ain't no way out but through. When it comes to feelings, that's just 100% mm-hmm. true. Yeah. So the reality of it is, is that, like, yeah, she may not. She may have forgiven him, but she may not have forgotten. And people like relationships are difficult because it's you and your whole self, and it is somebody else and their whole self. And you cannot control what that other person does or how they react to you or what you do. 
in your life or their life for that matter. But if you want to be together, you have to find a way to make those two things come together in a sense. And that's through like communication, understanding and all the other like let's speculate though. relationships are. Let's speculate though. Because <laughs> we are potting. So I know it's mind your business. We on team mind your business. I, I mean. Let's speculate a little bit. Why would you, you being the only female voice on this podcast right mm-hmm. now, what would be the reasons that you think that even though money isn't an issue for that family, why do you think it's so uh important for her to split 50% of the bills? I mean, that's a question that you would have to ask her. I think one of the things that she did say, right. But like (laughs) one of the things that she did say, I think in that clip, if I remember correctly, was that like, you know, she also again, felt a little bit more pressure. So she was like, okay, I got to like, this movie needs to come through where this thing needs to come through or I need to like, make sure that I'm securing this deal or that deal or Mm -hmm. the other deal because, you know, she wants to make sure that she continues to, keep up with her husband but they're happy like that's kind of like the nick cannon effect what remember when nick cannon was in the interview and he said they said why do you have so many jobs he said because my wife is worth like 10 times more than me Mm -hmm. and so it kind of almost sounds like she's saying the same thing like i need to prove that i'm here for a reason i mean i guess so i think the thing about when it comes to male and female relationships especially when it comes to like money Mm -hmm. like I think women have a certain women have a very different view when it comes to money and and how that is. I think it goes back to to a certain point. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just turning this off. Um, I also it goes think, back oh, to sorry, a certain yeah. like it goes back to a certain point of like you know her being feeling that sense of independence and mm-hmm. in who she is, and maybe that could be it. That's a very plausible theory of. I need to be able to feel all of like a whole human Mm -hmm. in the sense that I can pay my bills. I can do what I need to do individually without him, regardless of what that looks like. And that's the pressure I put on myself in that way of building my own life in my own world. So then that way, if anything does happen and this does end, I have zero issues cutting myself out of the deal. Right. And being able to come through 50, 50 in that way and feeling that pressure, which is perfectly fine. You can be that independent, of a human being mm-hmm. and have that pressure but that ain't got shit to do with him which is basically what she said right like even in her yeah. in her actual, like reaction video like our relationship is good over here we're fine regardless of how I decide that I want to pay my bills well what I was about I to pay. do was to personalize it for you yeah you know do you think you could ever trust another person with all of your financial well being no never in my life so you you team prenup oh fuck yes absolutely a hundred percent. I don't give a fuck how much money he makes. <laughs> What's mine is mine. And it's what is yours. Like we can come together. We can have a joint bank account and mm-hmm. like have that conversation around finances. But what you won't do is touch what the fuck I did. Because I didn't come from a lot. And so I built a really great life for myself. Mm-hmm. And that is, and that's the reason why I'm saying that that's a plausible theory because I do feel the same way in a sense of like when I come into a relationship I'm going to come in with my own finances and being being a full adult if I expect a man to be a full adult like I want you to be able to like pay your own goddamn bills and like be able to wash your ass and like be able to make your own doctor's appointments Mm -hmm. and be able to clean your house and like take care of yourself because you are a fully functional adult Mm -hmm. with or without me I need to be a fully functional adult with or without you Gotcha. How do you, would you um, f- feel comfortable with your wife paying 50% of everything? <laughs> he would 
fucking love it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. What? What, really? I it, okay. It, I would I would have to ask her why. Yeah. I would okay. have to say why do you feel the need to do that? You know, because ultimately, if I'm with somebody, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have the trust in them to believe that what we're doing together benefits the both of us as one as a union. So if you're doing something over there. And I don't have access to it. I don't understand it. Like even in certain some cases, people don't even like to talk about their finances. Mm-hmm. So it's like a piece of you that I'm not aware of. Mm-hmm. And the number one way to find out how somebody lives their life is to check their finances. That's fair. So if there's that piece of you that I don't know and I don't understand, it's it's not gonna settle with me to just be like, yeah, she over there doing her thing, but we come home at night, we watch movies, and we go to sleep. Right. Nah. I'm I'm kind of business minded, so mm-hmm. if I'm gonna be in a relationship with you, I need to be able to talk about what we about to invest in, what are, what are we building, what are right. we doing What's together, the what's yeah. the point, you know. But if you're just doing it by yourself, then we could be really good good friends. Those yeah. are two separate things, though. I feel like I think you're conflating two things. Tell me, you're conflating, you know, being in a relationship and having a conversation about like the health of each other's finances and what you're going to build as a couple, mm-hmm. versus whether or not you're together and you're the one who pays the bills or she does those to me those are those are mutually exclusive like if you're in a relationship with a woman let's just say like and we're talking like deep deep like you're considering marriage deep yeah right a couple months and you Not that deep. Like, okay. I'm going to need you to go a little bit okay. deeper, homie. Right. But that's okay. It's funny because who it's coming there. from. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> After two months, he hasn't even learned her last name yet. <laughs> um, like, sir. Um, <laughs> but let's just say it's deep, right? Okay. Um, once you get to that point, like, once you move in together, that's when it does become your, like, again, mind your own business. But that's when, that's when it becomes your business. It becomes your business when you two have to like have that conversation. What I'm saying is, is that I don't have any issue having like an us pot and mm. dumping money into the me and you situation, but I will have my own shit. But will okay. you will you will you let your husband or whomever in that situation uh, have full access to what that other account to the us money? No, no. To, to my money. Yeah, not access, money. but knowing. Where that money, how much money's in there, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, that's fine. You can know. Gotcha. But it's mine. Interesting. Are you the team prenup? The same way that he can keep his. Are you team prenup? It kind of depends. On? How much money she has. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even just how much money she has. Uh-huh. It's where I also am in life. If there's a huge disparity, like a giant dam of a, like a river between where you are and where I am... And uh, something tells me I need to worry. Mm. I I would be I would be open to it, but but if I recognize like if she got family money, Mm -hmm. then you still would be don't have to to jump me in. (laughs) Nah, because it's funny because we did the episode Chris and I when you weren't here about prenup or not, and I said that more than more than like I wouldn't do a prenup just because for me that's a sign that you're already thinking about it yeah Yeah. thinking about it and all of my very wealthy well not all but a lot of wealthy friends of mine and business people and stuff were like you're an idiot 
<laughs> and like straight or like you uh and then like even in the comment sections like somebody who's never been married somebody who's never gotten divorced i'm like yeah clearly because uh <laughs> like, that was kind of the point of what i was making but but that's interesting like I, finances obviously is one of the major reasons why relationships don't work so mm-hmm. yeah. um definitely understanding how both parties deal with that i think is huge to get on the same page before you start making life decisions Hold yeah on, i mean compromise a is a thing though right really quickly though example ali wong when ali wong married her first husband she was a stand-up comedian she had zero dollars mm-hmm. like no motherfucking money they got married her career did this mm-hmm. all of a sudden this bitch is worth like tens of millions of dollars now the tables ended up turning right and they ended up having a very amicable divorce but still a divorce nonetheless mm-hmm. i feel like regardless of who is in what position in the beginning of your marriage you never know what the future holds and that's why i feel like a prenup is something that's really good what's addition to that of reason reason why i think a prenup is good is because you're you love each other you love each other you respect each other you have a really great relationship in the beginning hopefully Mm -hmm. if you're getting married right i would rather have that conversation about what's fair and what's right then rather than however wherever time in the future where I fucking hate your goddamn guts potentially or you hate me or you cheated or you did some shit and I no longer respect you and I hate you and all I want to do is hurt you as opposed to having a conversation about money and finances when you actually love and respect each other like to me that's what it's worth is like we're going to have this conversation where I like you because just while we're happy (laughs) later on in life if i fucking hate you Uh, and i wish you would die that ain't got nothing to do with how much money me and you have and whether or not we need split who you think uh should who do you think deserves to have the right to make that decision the person that has more money or the person or the person that doesn't i think it has to be a mutual decision but all i know is that i'm not getting married if i can't have a prenup because mutual is kind of interesting, right? Because clearly it benefits one... In the moment, it benefits one person more than the other person. Yeah. So, but that could change. Well, let me ask you this question. Hmm. You know the theory, um, what's ours is ours, what's mm-hmm. mine is mine, what's his is ours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what does that say to you? No. Okay. So you Fair's really, You really just want what's yours. I want... My, again... But what if you I did build not a guy? Come from what if you anything. build a bear? What if you build a but bear? I also, we, have a, we have a mutual pot. But That's I, the conversation that you have in the but I also think context it, of the prenup. I think that, that all is dependent on the, the situation because, like, for example, in my, my parents' situation, my dad worked, my mom didn't. So if, if there was any situation where there were to split, then my mom is off the market for however many years mm-hmm. of marriage not working and all that kind of stuff her to be able to sustain a life would be much harder than maybe someone who's been working that whole time right so i think that it, it it's dependent on the vision ultimately right so like if both people are working i think that makes a lot of sense if one person isn't working the other person is working there's a lot of value to me to the person that's not working that probably deserves a certain amount of money you know well, 
that I think for me, I feel like that's the reason why I'm more team prenup than anything. And mm-hmm. because that to me is the worst situation that you can have as a woman. And we've, I mean, women couldn't get their own bank accounts until the fifties. So like if anybody ever asked like, Oh, well I can't get in couples stay like people don't stay together the way they eat. Bitch, we had to. Mm. The fuck else was she supposed to do? Be homeless? <laughs> like, like she doesn't have any of her own shit. So like the reality of it is, is that like, Women are in a very precarious situation when it comes to marriage and finances for that reason. There are way too many stories of, you know, men being with women, women helping men get them to where they need to be, like Jeff Bezos and his wife, and the fact that she helped get Amazon off the ground just as much as he did, and people felt like Mackenzie didn't like deserve the money that she got but it's like she helped him get there mm-hmm. and she didn't work and gave up her career or hopes and dreams in favor of this man and then he turns around and decides he wants to trade her in for a younger model and now she's fucked like no that doesn't make any sense but they didn't have a prenup did they no she got 70 billion yeah she got half yeah she did get half and then he made so that's he made it back that's like team yeah he literally less yeah. than six she months ended up becoming like didn't she overnight become the wealthiest woman ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she gave a lot of her yeah, money to so. black half. and she's she's giving away most of her money and like, didn't she marry not... a teacher or something like that they divorced oh i looked it up it's team oh, okay. she, she, she got two divorces in the span of yeah wow. well i looked it up because i was like if she giving money to black guys i mean listen <laughs> <laughs> i gotta collect yeah I guess in that case, a, a prenup would have not helped her, right? No, it would have. How? I mean, I don't think... Uh, she wouldn't have At this point, it might have been negligible, depending on the state. If you get married in California, that's half. No, but if they had a prenup, wouldn't it be different? She would have got less. It depends on the prenup. I don't think that he would have a prenup that gives exactly what she got. Jeff ain't have shit either when they got married. Yeah, but still, half? Then what's the point of a prenup? I it, guess depends. it depends on what state you're in. And it also depends Could it be on more than what half? the laws are. Are yeah. there states where it's more than half? I don't know the answer to your question. That would be interesting. Hmm. All right, well, that's, <laughs> that's our thought process on all that. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, let's go John Morant. Okay. The genius John Morant oh, um, was listening to Never Broke Again, Young mm. Boy. All right. Um, NBA's finest outside of the league. And... <laughs> Flashback to two months ago, he was in a script club, mm. and he wiggled the gun upon his forehead, and uh, he came back, and he said, I was doing the wrong thing, and I have much to learn. Like that. That's what he sounds like. Uh, not, if you look like at his face, that's <laughs> what he sounds like. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Watch, Google a picture of his face, and then listen to this. And that's exactly Stop talking about my boy Ja like that. That's what he sounds like. All right, so two months later, after he you know, apologized, he came back, and he lost to the Lakers or something. Uh, not always he, something. <laughs> See, she saw it. She saw the picture. That's what he sounds like. Y'all wild. Y'all wild. Y'all wild. I'm mad at it. Continue. You know, he don't sound like Kermit. Uh, he don't look like Kermit either. He really does. Y'all he crazy. doesn't, but it's <laughs> funny in context. Continue. Yes. So, he, so he says. His dad does look like Usher, though. Well, we're not talking about T right now. <laughs> All right. So he came back and, he, and NBA Youngboy dropped his latest hot tracks of mm. fire and uh <laughs> and homeboy was in his car yeah. in, the, in the passenger seat with his friend yep mm-hmm. the friends on ig live they turning up they cutting a raw uh, cutting a rug and then out of nowhere ja. the friend turns the camera and ja has a real gun not finger guns like nba young boy yeah, does. he upgraded he's got a whole real gun pointed to his temple 
and the friend to the friend's temple or to Jaws own to temple? his own temple. Okay, because I mean, I avoided this video on purpose, but continue. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, moments before he was on top of the car dancing, doing the stanky leg, and all that, all appropriate things. But now <laughs> he put the gun to his temple because yeah. he just has to. Two times in two months. Just out here doing hood rat things with his friends. So let's and mind you, mind you, mind you, mind you, he didn't make the all NBA team. It's something that people have to vote on, right? Mm-hmm. They have to vote on. Some people said that we voted not to put him in the NBA all NBA team because of his off the court actions, which means he lost forty million dollars. Yeah, but mm-hmm. so put it in context. So he still signed a contract for like two hundred mil. So it's not like he's hurting. One ninety seven, right? I think, yeah, something around there. Um, he was brought in. So after the first incident, so nothing he did was illegal. Let's just put it out there. He didn't break any laws. Guns are registered, all that kind of stuff. However, NBA does have a conduct clause in all of their contracts. Mm-hmm. So he was brought in to the league, met with the commissioner, Adam Silver, had a conversation after the first one. And Adam Silver came under the impression that he understood the ramifications of that, why it was a big deal to the NBA, because obviously NBA has image stuff. Um, what's it called? Um, morality clauses. Morality clause, but more important, it's, it's for advertisers, right? It's it's about how much they could make. And John Morant is one of the faces of the league, one of the best players in the league, young, young players in the league. So they're looking at John Morant as somebody that they're going to take the torch after LeBron and all, all these guys, right? So, <laughs> so he got suspended by eight games, I think, that first time around. Mm-hmm. Then this happens, and oh. Adam Silver came on. He did an interview, and it, it looks like it's going to be a pretty hefty, 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 hefty uh, suspension. Like 25 games. They're saying maybe even close to 50. Fuck. He is 23 whole-ass years old, this yeah. child. Yeah. Um, and so here's the thing. <laughs> Just to put it more in context, he's not from the streets. So he's he's you know grew up uh, suburbs. His he went to private school, all this kind of stuff. Um, however, a lot of his old Instagrams are coming up, and he's been trying to be street his whole life, cosplaying. Yeah, so he like all of his Instagram posts, like all off of rap music. Everything's a rap song type of thing. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's pretty. For the most part, it seems like most former NBA players, commentators, all that kind of stuff have a very uh, united front when it comes to the John Morant's being an idiot. Um, the only person that I've seen that stood up and um, kind of defended him was, uh, what was his? J.J. Redick came out and said, uh, who's a former player as well, he, he works for ESPN now, was like, John Morant didn't do anything illegal. He's 23 years old. We see... Um, Congress people, we see politicians waving around guns all the time, um, and they get no ramifications for this. Why are we um, throwing the bus, uh, putting this kid under the bus when um, he's not necessarily doing anything illegal? So that's all, full context. I'm mad that both of you are just staring at me like this right yeah, now. Yeah, um, you're the guest. I, so <laughs> he is a 23 year old child who fucked yeah. around and found out. Yep. The end. Do you believe but, he should be punished? I mean, to a certain... If they told the mother... If, <laughs> if they tell you not to have guns yeah. or be around guns, 
and it's going to cost you millions of dollars to not be around guns, well, guess what you need to do, homie? Then you just need to not be around guns. However, comma. Yeah. There are plenty of athletes who beat the fuck out of people, mm. who didn't want to... Some dude shot himself in the fucking leg in the middle of a club and... NFL player. Like, Plexico. Thank you. So <laughs> the like, Giants. Another dude beat the shit out of his girlfriend and dragged her out of a fucking elevator. Like, yeah. there's all Ray kinds Rice. of things with all of these players and all these different people who yeah. do shit that they should not be doing that is terrible. So in the in the grand scheme of things in the in the the sliding scale of fuckery mm-hmm. it's on the lower end of the sliding scale of fuckery because to your point he didn't Do break the law sort of. and and those those are actually a different league those are all nfl players nba it's quite different they you don't really see too many these type of incidents with nba players for some reason it's weird but i'm convinced that if i Deion Sanders if i if i googled for a good five or ten minutes i could give there you are. a couple of examples either way like he fucked around and found out yeah. like he, they they told you once leave the fucking guns alone mm-hmm. second time you don't leave the guns alone third thing is who are your friends bro if you're going to not follow the rules mm-hmm. who are these people recording you not following the rules <laughs> And that was. So, oh, I like, think his friends got his, his friend tried to protect his him, friend though. did try to protect him. Yeah, he tried. I mean, the, he shut just, it down right when he saw quit. the gun. He saw the gun for he's the friend. I, I think the friend was like, "How did you take the gun out?" Exactly. Like, what but the fuck are you was, doing? He he's like, like, "Dude, we know that this got us in trouble last time." For real, because he was like, "You know, this Land Rover is leased." Okay, <laughs> I, I'm not paying this myself. Okay, look, there's a thing here that everybody is trying to avoid. This whole 23-year-old kid thing is BS. I mean, look, I'm saying there's a lot he of... Has dumb, a whole, he has his own child. He's a grown-ass man. He, I he don't, is. Don't his locks like, are full. And this isn't a hard thing to do. It's not flashing gun on Instagram. We do it all the time. Like, we do it all the time. I'm doing a lot of Instagram. Right I got an Instagram. I've done a lot of lives. I've done a lot of... Not one gun has ever come out. <laughs> it's not hard. This is difficult. It's not, it's not hard. I've listened to rap music for some reason. I don't need to be waving around a yeah. gun. You know I, I always mean? use my finger. His, oh, own, yeah, his yeah. own friend used his fingers and... His friend ain't in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> like, why you got to bring out the real glizzy? Yeah. Like, I, look, I am saying, like, you, two things can be true at the same time. You could be a grown-ass man at 23, but you can also be dumb as fuck at 23 and incredibly immature. True. So he is a grown-ass man who is immature, who did not learn his lesson. That is, that like, is true. But we you, we use that excuse all the time. Uh, they only 18. They don't know. Oh, they're only 23. He's a kid. But it's like, look. At the end that of the day, it. it doesn't excuse it. And the reason why I bring this up mm-hmm. is because of what you just said. Um, uh, now it's gone out of my head, but it's okay. I'm going to come back to it. Ultimately, John Morant, being in the NBA, being in a league where not a lot of people do these situations, the reasons why I don't think it's at the lower end is because it's not the first time it happened. The first time it happens, yes, it's like, all right, come on now. We don't play with mm-hmm. guns like that. Because they do play with guns. They right. just don't play with guns like, like that. that. Yeah. They don't play with guns the listening to the NBA Youngboy, yeah. who mm-hmm. probably is saying he's going to shoot Lil Durk in the face or something like that, okay, right. in the song. But the second time says there's 90 other things that you're doing wrong. I mean, we're not forgetting that he brandished a gun to a 17-year-old. Allegedly. Allegedly. 
that supposedly he had it was his friend though. It wasn't him. Oh, oh I'm sorry. And the incident at the mall. Yeah. You know, violent incident. Like this guy is only we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. Right. Mm-hmm. So whatever these you are think, flags. Yes. And and you have to remember Stephen A. Smith said on uh Flagrant, when they report something in the news, you're you're only getting thirty percent mm-hmm. of the full story, no matter what. The person reporting knows 70% more than what they're telling you. So if they're showing you that John Morant is only showing you a gun on Instagram Live for two seconds, this guy's doing way dumber stuff right. outside that mm-hmm. his handlers are trying to hide. Potentially, yeah. Ultimately, this guy's just an idiot. Mm-hmm. And he's probably reckless and he's going to lead to doing all the stuff that everybody else that you just named. Mm-hmm. So I think <clears throat> his punishment should be severe. I mean, his punishment is severe. Like, well, we don't it, know what his punishment is yet. Okay. Well, I mean, the. But I think he's gonna get in trouble not because necessarily the gun thing. That's not what I think he's gonna get the huge punishment for. It's gonna be because clearly you show that you don't respect yes mm-hmm. me. Yes. So Adam Silver is gonna be like, clearly you looked in my looked me in my face, yep. told me you understood, mm. told me this isn't gonna be an issue, and then weeks later. You decided to tell me exactly how you felt. Yeah. So it's gonna be. It's like a fuck you. Mm-hmm. You can't be saying fuck you to the the white man up top. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> what was the what's the name of the flat earther? Um, Soldier boy. Kyrie. Yes, there it is. Him. Like, I and look, I do not follow basketball, mm-hmm. so I've I've got nothing for you other than the fact that Kyrie. He was, never got. He never got in trouble. But he didn't get near mm-hmm. in nearly. And I feel like he had backlash. He got backlash. Yeah, but he never got anything from the league. He just couldn't play because of the state of New York's policy, so he couldn't play home games. Right. But he never got suspended or anything. No, I think you're probably talking about the um, from From Negroes to Hebrews situation. From the video situation where he basically... And so I feel like there are very different circumstances in that sense, but like Mm -hmm. to your point, again, he was warned he should be punished. I don't know how severe said punishment should be, but at the same time, the, the NBA, the NFL, all of these leagues need to start having a conversation around what these players should and shouldn't be doing off the court and or field mm-hmm. and start having that conversation of if you do this, then this will happen. As opposed to having these one-off situations where you suspend this person for 10 games, but you suspend this person for 20 games and you start to have these like, I think what they ifs know, are like, you know. I think they know. I don't think there's a question about about what's, what they should do, what they shouldn't do. I think nobody's surprised that he's getting suspended for this. I think it's more... You know, and I think the bigger question is how much does NBA Youngboy have to do with this and just hip hop culture and all this kind of stuff? It's ultimately mm. that's what it is. I'm gonna come back to this. Okay. No. Give me a second. I Give think second. that that's 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 different. That's not something that you need to like individuals. You can listen to a certain type of music and not be a certain. Way. You don't and like sure. Your, and you just said yeah. it too. You're like, look, I listen to rap all the time, but I'm not like you know for sure. You know, shooting up the finger gun, you know, waving guns all over the place. Yeah, so that's, but that's I was when I was not. Well, I was when I was younger. You was waving guns. I was like more into what the content was, and I was living. That definitely influenced the moves that I made when I was younger. It's what was street. your street name? I didn't have no street name. Nah, you wasn't about. I'm not saying I was Neil. Neil. I never said I was about it. No, this is what I wanted to say. Um, oh man, come back to me. 
My bad. My bad. Well, I just... You were talking about the league and... The league already has, like, people know what you can and oh, can't do. Oh, yes, yes, Yeah, but they yes, don't have yes. specific, like, punishments associated to those things. That's what I'm saying. This is what I was going to say. It's like, I would, like... Like, for example, if you know that you commit... I'm making this up completely, but, like, grand larceny. You know that, that holds a sentence of, like, you know, five to ten years in jail, right? Mm-hmm. Or or something else that's, like, different than that. Or some other, like, more minor, you know, misdemeanor could be, you know, six to eight months in jail. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. I mean, like, look, if you beat the shit out of your girlfriend, then just know that you don't need to come back for the rest of the season. Versus if you're waving a gun around when you're not supposed to, know that, like, that's going to be eight to ten games. I don't feel like... Like, there I don't think is they can a do that though. Association with that piece, and part of me feels like you do need, like, there needs to be levels to this shit because there are gray areas in certain places. But at the same time, like the action and the like, the actions need to be associated with the consequences in that way. Well, what I was gonna say is, be. there's that argument that comes out that everyone is saying right now. Oh, he didn't do anything illegal. He didn't do anything wrong. It's, it, you know, it's fine. Well, look. When you work at a company, especially when your your face makes them money, your presence, your likeness, your talent makes them an incredible amount of money. Mm-hmm. There are policies in place within that organization because of the type of branding it is. Mm-hmm. So it, so it may not be legal, it may not it may or may not be legal, but within that organization when you sign that that contract that says that my face represents this brand, there's that internal structure that you just can't bypass i mean just think about your pastor like imagine if your pastor was like yo as soon as i'm done preaching he's like dming you like dming you like his penis or something you know something crazy you're not gonna believe him anymore right it's the same thing like he's trying to uphold his personality to his job and so are these basketball players so if you really want to go hold a gun hold a gun look at Draymond green he was holding the gun he wore his little camo yeah he got it on the ground put his gun uh, his goggles on and he was shooting a gun it's right. not really the gun it's the fact that he's using it recklessly okay go ahead get into it's it. hip-hop culture the way he was presenting it was a, of a gangster of a thug. That's literally what it is. They can't sell thugs. They sell LeBron, and LeBron be he gets on as soon as he gets in the back of the car, he turns his Instagram live on and he starts singing the latest song that came out. Sure, but he's doing it with his family, and then he's screaming Taco Tuesday right after. Like it's wholesome, and it's a they don't want John Morant with his locks with um in a strip club with you know waving around. Glizzies, he goes on live and stop calling it Glizzy. He's 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 uh he's going on live with girls uh in his back in his pool. They 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 drink in you know bottles of Hennessy and all this kind of stuff. The the way that they and look, this has happened before, not with but former NBA player Paul Pierce. He lost his job at ESPN because he was smoking weed on um with strippers and all this kind of stuff in one of his his Instagram lives. Yeah, but he works for the mouse. There's certain things. What do you, well NBA, NBA? What do you think NBA games play on? ABC. Who owns ABC? Yeah, and who I'm owns ESPN? With you. I'm agreeing. With they you. all work for the mouse. Uh-huh. So like, um, so it's the way that if you if he if it's wholesome, whatever quote unquote that could still uh, the what's it called the um, the money makers can you could still sell it to the people that are funding all of these things. It's good. But in that representation, just you can't you can't do it like that. You know what would solve all of this? One sponsorship from Rap Snacks <laughs> or Fubu. 
Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Shanja? <laughs> All right. Give us another topic. No. The answer, to, I will just say no to all of that. Damn. And that's all I got. No to I got that. So, no, here's, what I'm saying is, is that like, on one end, to your point, you go into a contract with this company and you agree to do one thing. You agree to do these. Like, I agree to play basketball and play basketball well and you're going to give me $200 million to do it. Yeah. At the same time, I you also are requiring me to hold up a very specific sure. lifestyle off the court in order for me to be able to live this life mm-hmm. that you afford me to do. Right? And then there are specific rules to that of what you do and don't need to follow. He obviously broke the rules, therefore he needs to be punished. Yeah. I do not think that hip-hop culture or rap or even like wanting to be a thug or even thug type music or whatever the fuck it is has anything to do with this man and his decisions and what he made those are two separate things to me and the other thing i think is is fuzzy and and frustrating in that way again is what you can and can't do when it comes to your conduct off the field and how that needs to be defined into a certain point because where like find the line and just don't fucking cross it and obviously Ja knew where the line was and he crossed it therefore he needs to be punished sure and I mean ultimately prayers up man I hope he gets the help that he needs I hope he could you know he needs to mature quick he needs to grow up he's fumbling the fumbling the bag for sure and that's gonna suck for him like consequences have actions yeah it's true all he has to do is stop using chat GPT to (laughs) That was, put out his there was PR. some bars after so too the chat because he put out a, a he put out an apology and somebody said he put that apology into chat gpt and it came out that way second thing did you hear about the stripper oh yeah she said he never apologized to her yeah and yeah. that he should be thrown in jail for life or something. <laughs> what did he do to a stripper no so the the first video right so it was in a colorado strip club and that was the first incident when he flashed the gun it was a little itty bitty, mm-hmm. um, little pocket pistol. Yeah, a little pocket pistol. And uh, so the stripper in the video, I guess, or one of the strippers, was like, "He never apologized to us." For it's, what? For what his he... misconduct, misuse of the so, gun. So what he needs to do is get on the phone. What did he do? Wait, did he say, do anything I'm sorry. with the gun? I think I'm it was just they're all on camera. She, they, 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 I'm sure they got some kind of heat for it and all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, their whole lives. They went from anonymity to like being part of this video that's but all over the internet. But why does he owe her an apology? I'm She's def- just talking to talk because she probably had a slow month at the script. But club. what was hilarious? It's in Colorado. What's hilarious? There's so 17 people there. <laughs> What's hilarious is uh, she's like, he's just trying to get clout. He's just doing this for uh, clicks and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, why are you coming out right now? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and you doing the same you exact are. thing, ma'am. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> The, the purse is low this month. You know, John Morant came, spent the bag. She didn't say not a right, word right. until she spent the last dollar. She's trying to become she a side said, piece. Listen. See, like, I'm, I'm still over here like, did, did he give her usher bucks instead of real money? Like, I am so Possibly. confused as to it. why this this man owes this woman an apology. <laughs> Misconduct with the gun. Conduct detrimental to the strip club. I mean, he was waving club. it like this. He Conduct could've... detrimental to the strip club. He didn't shoot her. He could have. It'd Maybe be different put... if he would have shot her. It would be different if he smacked her on the ass and he wasn't supposed to touch Maybe her. Like, they give me a reason gloves. why he needs to apologize. <laughs> hey, it don't matter. She feels like he does. Okay. I don't well, agree. I apologize. Based on her. what you told me, I don't agree. What's next? Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> give us let's go. Okay. Salacious. 
Let's go salacious. Give it to me. So I saw a picture on Instagram. Okay. Love it. <laughs> the world's worst groomsman. <laughs> so this this is Amara Shah's wedding. You know who Amara Shah is, Chris? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Married, uh, former husband. Are they still married? Felicia no. Rashad, they're divorced? No, they're divorced. So Felicia Rashad, obviously, beautiful, beautiful black black queen. Okay. From the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Sure. So imagine this being your groomsman. Amara Rashad is there, standing next to him, to his right, OJ Simpson. Mm, the juice. Mm-hmm. Standing on the left of him, Bill Cosby. King of the morality clause. <laughs> Yo, can you imagine two words? Groomsmen? Like So they got married in nineteen eighty five. Right. Yeah, that's a bad look in twenty twenty three though. Wow. <laughs> and they got divorced in two thousand and one. My thing is this. Uh-huh. Bill Cosby is now known to be a rapist and a terrible fucking human being. Mm-hmm. Like, end of story. He raped dozens of women by literally drugging them, doing having his way with them, and then them waking up being like, where are my clothes? And him being like, hey, hey, hey. Jello pudding. And they're over there. <laughs> you want to put in pot? Exactly. For the road, bitch. With, you know, his this wife. This is Kelby's king, by the way. With his Relax. wife. Like... You know, sitting in the other room reading a book, chilling. So like, and then we know what OJ did. Yeah. And so my thing is, is that he like stole a painting. What did OJ do? He alleged like he, he allegedly just, murdered his wife and her boyfriend. He stole a painting. Stabbed the he shit was, out of him. And it was he was exonerated. And he allegedly, I said, but what he and did Cosby do tried to was buy steal NBC. his own memorabilia. Uh, <laughs> so what's his name? George? What is his name? What's it? That that George Whittle. Nah, the comedian that tells us about all the um, conspiracy theories. Oh, oh, what's his name, Chris? The black guy. George. Uh, the black guy? The guy who Old outed, com- who outed uh, uh, Cosby. Oh. Oh, that's um, Hannibal Burke. Oh, Hannibal yeah, Burke. thank you. Yeah, okay. but no, I'm talking about that. Never mind. Well, all right, so give it to us. It's 2023. It's twenty. It is what it is. Like, mm. the reality of the situation, and I keep saying that, but... Again, we live in the real world. Everything isn't black and white. Things are gray. You think he should have known? You... That's the question. Should he have known? I mean, here's my question to you two. Mm. You three. Mm-hmm. You have male friends. Yes. You have male friends that of are of... You potentially have mm. male friends that are of questionable character. Mm. Or potentially questionable character. You shit. know whether or we not your homies are doing some shit that right. you're not supposed to. Would you stay friends with these people? Or do you continue to be friends with these people? Do you continue to associate with them? Would you have them be your groomsmen? At what point are you, you laid, you know, you lay down with dogs and wake up with fleas or whatever the fuck you say it. Like, should you be judged by <laughs> the, the company you the keep? The company you keep and what your friends are doing. Should be you judged by your rapist friend and your alleged murderer friend being the two men that you decide to want to stand next to you at your wedding. I think, oh, yeah. I mean, groomsmen, I think, is, a, is deep. Because I think you could be associated with people and not really know what they're doing in their personal life, like hang out with people and stuff. Groomsmen is deep, though, because usually you're supposed to know them on a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your original question, what is the cutoff point? 
I mean, if I know one of my homies is raping people, I probably not my homie anymore. Probably, huh? um, not probably, well, probably. for sure. <laughs> I was gonna probably, say for sure, for sure. That's but he not got happening. the latest NBA game, right? You know what know, I mean? I How much money? No, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, like, I, I think it's accurate. Like, the company you keep is gonna be a reflection upon who you are, because it's it, it's a reflection upon your standards, right? So I've cut off friends people that were close to me at a certain one time but they move in a way that i don't feel comfortable with so i don't move with them anymore um but i do think women don't realize what that line actually can be because i think there's certain things that are right and wrong that i'm trying to figure out how to word this like there's certain things about like if you just went off of their resume and just looked at it black and white you might be like, this dude is trash. But I also know circumstances, stuff like that, and how people change. So I think there's that context. But black and white stuff, like if my dude's murdering people, <laughs> if my dude rape people, like it's probably it's game over at that point for sure. Mm. What's up? I'm waiting for the answer to the question. Well, you know what the old saying is? If you add up all your friends... The, you're the sum of all your friends, You're right? the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. Exactly. So when it comes to, to groomsmen, most likely you should probably know them inside and out. Now, Felicia has come out and said, Mr. Cosby was a great man. He's always been great to me. I've never, I don't believe none of this stuff. So um, she kept her energy. Mm-hmm. And no one's ever had any backlash for her. They did. I mean, oh God! Did that, they? Those she almost lies. lost her job at she, Harvard. Uh, she was yeah. just she just walked at Howard like a week ago. Yeah, but she she received a lot of shit. Yeah. for that. Even Aunt Viv went at her. Doesn't happen. Even um, dark skin Aunt Viv went at her. Listen, mm-hmm. she gonna John Morant it. She's gonna come right back and say, "I'm a double down." Yeah, she's a good man. So we're not so, talking about her though. We're talking about Ahmad. and we're talking about well, Ahmad and his friends and the company that he keeps from. From, from the people that he decided that were closest to him that wanted to stand up next to him at his wedding. So we're going to keep that same energy with that same question of well, you as a man and you are groomsmen of who you are, like to your point, again, these are supposed to be the closest people around right. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of these people, in your mind, personalizing it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Bringing it back to you. Of course. Friends that you have, like in your life, looking at it in that sense. Sure. At what point do you cut them off from a morality standpoint of like, look, I don't get down with this. First of all, I cannot be associated with you because I don't get down with that shit. Right. So first of all, elope. (laughs) Okay. Second, I would say, all right, there, there was a circumstance that happened in my life where there was a guy who did some things to some women. And it was it was a conversation we had to sit down and because the first time it happened, I heard back about it, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know if my homie would do something like that. Mm-hmm. But then it happened again with a different person, mm-hmm. and that's when I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to cut this off because number one, I don't want to be affiliated with mm-hmm. this. Number two, I think it's wrong, and number three, it says something about your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you are able to continuously do things to people, whether it is in sexual in nature or if it's violent or if it's criminal, anything like that, 
it says that your 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 heart is ticking at the wrong beat. So that to me spreads like poison. Before if I agree to just look the in the other direction, and if I know, again, that's mm-hmm. if I know. Because these people may not have known right. you know, what was happening. I don't I don't know. Like, I, I, really I don't wonder know. how much Amara Cosby was Amara Rashad's groomsman because of Felicia. That's what I was about to ask. I don't know if, so, he, if he was there because of, of Amara. Wait, yeah. so, time's out. Because I'm going to follow up on a question about what you said. That same friend, when you cut it off, what did you say to him? Did you be like, yo, bro, like, I'm hearing that I you... I showed him text messages. And what did he say? He was like, ah, oh, man, it's not... It wasn't really like... It. And it was a different time. Because it, it was the... The things he used to say, he used to say in certain jokes, mm-hmm. but then we find out later on how he was acting outside. Mm-hmm. So I was like, look, I wasn't taking your jokes in a serious sense, but this is what people are telling me about you. This is, you're going to have to go talk to them. And I mean, it's kind of like he just disappeared, faded out. Like he, he, he definitely was like, it's not like that, you know. All of that. He defended himself, but after that, once I let that go into the universe, I have not heard from him at all. Mm. So, so you told him, like, look, this is what people this say is about you. What this is what I wrong. am seeing. He's like, it's not like that, but then you just stop talking. Yeah, I was that. like, that we're was not going to be, I'm not going to be associated with this at all, you know? And I still was friends with the people who told me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to go fight him. I'm not going to go shoot him. I'm yeah. not, y'all handle your business. Right. But on my, unless it's violent. Unless it's something like she's coming with a black eye and now I got to call the police or right. something. But, you know, it's something that is between them that I feel like y'all got to handle, but I don't want to be associated with this mm-hmm. at all, period. So, but if I had known that, I wouldn't have made him my groomsman. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? I just, it, if I found out the next day, now you're going to be like, look at them in pictures together, you know? But the next day, I would have been like, nah, I can't be a part of this. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I, I don't think they knew. I think it's tough, too, because I think a lot of times, especially when it comes to relationships with guys, like, I don't think I know all the intimate details of my hom- my homies' relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, I know big stuff, but, like, there could be certain things that go on that I'll be like, dang, I didn't know that. Like, mm-hmm. And these would be, like, real close homies because I think you treat the relationship with women are going to be different than the relationship with the guys mm-hmm. so i agree with kelby like obviously when you know then it's something different right and there's there are gonna be signs like maybe they talk about women in a certain way when we're, we're together and stuff like that so there could be indicators and stuff like that but i could see i don't know groomsman level though <laughs> groomsman that, is a little that's what i'm telling that's you that's a little different yeah so <laughs> back to felicia um they were married in 1985 uh-huh. The height of the Cosby show. Yeah. The height of popularity. Husband and wife couple on screen. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I don't discount her knowledge or whatever. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like we look at there's fucking clips of Bill Cosby making roofie jokes on the Cosby show. Oh, Spanish fly, right? Yep. Mm. And so who knows what was, you know, happening or being said or whatever. And and honestly, like, well, suppose there's there was a, rumors I don't know if it was on the Cosby Show, but there's always it was a, it was no there's a lot of things that, that are that open wasn't on the Cosby Show. I think that was his comic mm-hmm. specials. But no, he did it twice. He did. There are two clips of him on the Cosby Show making roofie jokes, and then there's multiple clips of him 
uh, stand up making yeah. roofie jokes. So people knew what he yeah, was doing and, I mean, and how there, he was doing it. Was, it. I think it was a well known rumor. Mm-hmm. But was he was it? so big and powerful oh, yeah. that people. Everybody. It was an open secret. Really? At that point. Yeah. I mean, even. Uh, That's what people. I'm trying to think some of the podcasts people were like, yeah, I've always heard like. Mm-hmm people felt weird or woke up or that's the reason why Hannibal Burris didn't think there was any like he was confused as to why there was any backlash in the first place about what he said because he was like Bill yeah. Cosby been raping people for decades like I don't get why my joke is all of a sudden mm-hmm. blowing things up but it's the context of in the reality of the situation of like now we're in 2023 can we really judge something that happened almost 40 years ago in the context of what it looks like yes you can because right is right and wrong is wrong certain However, things i think don't stand yeah. the test of time like rape yeah exactly Multiple, right is right mul- is wrong, serial is wrong. Rape. yeah bill cosby ain't shit and he hasn't been shit for decades and the reason why he got away with it is because he had a hit show and he was a talented man who was very very funny and marketable and became america's dad and had one persona in front of a camera and another persona behind the camera, which just goes back to the John Rant situation, right? There were circumstances back in the day that gave you the ability to be one thing to some people in front of a camera and another thing to other people behind the camera. People say all kinds of shit about Michael Jordan Mm -hmm. from the 80s and 90s, yet he still has the reputation that he has nothing's come out in the sense of like he's broken the law and does things like that. But there are plenty of like, we live in the real world where bad people get away with doing bad shit all of the fucking time and still have a public persona of being good people behind the scenes. It's just less and less likely now because who you are professionally now blends in with who you are personally and Mm -hmm. people don't separate the two as much as they used to. Well, here's the real question. Would Michael Jordan listen to NBA Youngboy? <laughs> I don't know. Because music is subjective. And music music does kind of, a you age in and out of music mm. all the time. I think it's a yes. <laughs> Look, well, Chris, you got ask anything? Michael Jordan. You got <laughs> anything you want to put in on our last topic? No, I'm good. You good, uh, Sunil? Yeah. No? Okay, I got one more thing for you. Uh-huh. We got about four minutes. Okay. We got three. Okay. We got three and a half minutes. All right, so uh, there's a school in Wyoming. Um, it has a sorority in it. There, it, they The sorority group allowed one trans person to join the sorority, but now the women in the sorority are saying that the trans person is sitting on the couch with an open... Uh, uh, or they're, they can see that this person is sexually aroused and they're just sitting there watching all the girls take showers and run around the house and all this stuff. The issue that comes with it is that uh, the person who oversees the sorority is saying, if you don't like it, you, the woman, can leave the sorority because we voted that this person can join in. It has caused some stir on the internet. What are your thoughts? I think this is all bullshit and anecdotal, shitty conspiracy theory right wing fucked up story to get people to say one thing over another thing when it comes to having conversations around trans people Mm. like there's if we if there was a sorority and i'm convinced that this has happened before where you have a, a a you know house full of women and one chick is walking around butt ass naked all damn day and most women are like i'm gonna need this hoe to put on some clothes like you 
you look at it in that way and you're like, oh, okay, well, that's just a discussion that, sh- that needs to happen between roommates about like, again, rules because you're living around other people and you need to be considerate around like, what we can and can't wear in public spaces versus what we can and can't wear in our rooms or what we can and can't do in our rooms. That's one thing. I think the other thing is, again, it feeds into this bullshit conspiracy theory from like the right wing to demonize, like that uses these stories to demonize trans people. And it doesn't help anyone. And I think talking about it and giving it space is a shitty thing to do mm-hmm. because there are trans people being killed every single day for being trans. Mm-hmm. So like it to me is stupid and needs to be handled within the sorority because that is a conversation that needs to happen within the sorority itself. Let me say this. You know how you mentioned that uh, Gabrielle Union and her situation kind of has to stay their business? Yeah. The unfortunate part is they put this information out themselves. 100%. Which, um, what is the word? It inf- It influences how other people think. Mm-hmm. And I've recently found out that there's so many people who are walking outside in the outside world that believe that the conversations and topics and subject matters and the way other people live their lives on social media affect them directly. Okay. So so when we take it back to this conversation, there is this overall greater conversation about uh trans people and the lives that they live within our society. Mm-hmm. And it is new to mm, 90% of people who are still learning about it, who are still trying to understand it, who are still trying to get a, um, a, a, um, grasp, a grasp of what this means, what this new society means to them. So I don't necessarily think it's unfair to speak about it only because it's going to c- continue happening in a way where uh where people eventually will have to talk about it similar to trans athletes should there be a league uh for trans only athletes should there be a situation where um trans athletes can play with um cisgender people it it is a conversation that should be had and i don't think it's necessarily something that is just brought up for salacious reasons it's how it's had okay. and it's the com- and it's the the stories that you tell and the discussions that you have within the conversation itself Mm -hmm. so the reality is reality again the real world trans people have been around since the dawn of fucking time none of this is different Mm -hmm. it's not it really isn't it's the same thing of like you can have this you can have the same conversation and just replace the word trans with the word gay 20 years ago and people are like, well, this gay thing is, is newfangled. Gay people have been around, again, since the dawn of fucking time. Mm-hmm. Trans people have been around forever. Just because you are today years old, finding out that they exist doesn't fucking mean that they haven't been here. But I think the conversation is, has changed around it. Before, there has always been trans men, trans women. Now the conversation is a trans woman is the same as a regular woman. But again, that's a different conversation. That's new. It, it, that because even even back in the day, you knew okay, yeah, this existed, but nobody felt like a trans woman should be in the same restroom as a as a cisgendered, if we're calling that woman or no, biological sure woman, yeah. or or uh, nobody felt like now you should be gender affirming kids. These conversations are brand new. That's not something that was was had 
you're right trans has always been around but to act like there aren't new issues that are coming up where it's being pushed on people who don't necessarily i don't think it's a fact that everybody believes a trans woman is the same as a a biological woman but here's my thing my thing is is that like yes you can say that you can start having those conversations my view is this my view is that gop white-wing people like republicans know what gets their people going and what gets their people going is finding somebody something to other and to demonize they can't other and they can't demonize gay people anymore because gay people are now mainstream so they've found another minority to other i think and that's to very demonize dismissive. like you already saying that somebody who might believe this automatically is right-wing and republican i think that's already the the problem with uh kind of uh, like having the conversation if if somebody believes hey i don't believe um women should uh trans women should be able to compete with uh biological females if you look at that and be like that's bullshit you're that's a right-wing talking point i don't think that that that's those are different things in my opinion i think when it comes to trans women and or men in sports you have to look at it from a physiological standpoint you have to look at it from and they've done this Mm -hmm. like in like the Olympics and things like that when they start to have conversations around trans athletes because at some point when you transition from man to woman biologically you are you can be the same if not similar when it comes to that stance right the testosterone in your body gives you certain adva- like certain things that I don't have because I don't have as much testosterone. Mm-hmm. You have a whole ass beard. Mm-hmm. I do not have that. Why? Because I have more estrogen. Like you can bring that back to a scientific perspective in right. that sense. And a lot of people do that where they'll like, again, when you're talking about like juicing and that goes back to like steroids and other things, because right. that's an elevated sense of testosterone. And you know, some men will take steroids and those are again, horm- additional hormones that you're injecting into your body in order for you to be stronger, faster, bigger, what have you. Mm-hmm. And they test you for those additional hormones because they give you an advantage over other people. Mm-hmm. So if a trans woman is 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 in a sport and her hormones are at the same level as everybody else's hormones and she's gone through her full transition and she's still a great athlete, then that's great for her and she should be able to compete there are ways for you to even not i mean yes and no but like how's that not your opinion what i'm saying is is that there are ways to make sports more fair from a scientific and biological standpoint that don't have anything to do with whether or not somebody is or is not trans that's what i'm saying i'm saying that there is a conversation to be had around how you can make these things more fair sure but what i'm saying is like the original story like your reaction was this is right-wing republican all this it is i think that if there's women in there Mm -hmm. biological women that feel some type of way and don't feel like they have uh avenue and they speak out about it Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily look at them and like oh you're republican because you feel this way i don't i think that if there's a oh i think that my sister Mm -hmm. i know this for a fact she's not a a republican she's not even that political she's told me that if there is a a a person that is trans that's in the restroom with her she'd feel uncomfortable i don't think that's unfair for her to feel that type of way 
because in her mind she's like whatever i respect this person but somebody that has a penis in the same restroom as me makes me feel uncomfortable so does she feel uncomfortable with like gender neutral restrooms because those are all over la i ain't gonna lie to you i went to an, an office in new york and i walked in and it was all stalls yeah I walked out. I was like, I must be in the, in the ladies' restroom. Mm-mm. I looked at the... You, it's both. And you probably know which one I, what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I didn't see the sign. So I walked back in, and I asked them, is this the restroom? And they were like, yeah, this is the restroom. I went in. I'm telling you, I was in the stall. I start hearing Kiki and the ha-has. And I was like, oh, snap. I, I tensed up because I was just like, oh, I feel like... Gender, gender neutral restrooms normally is like a single-person restroom. Like anybody can go in here one now. time. Yeah. But when I went in there and it was thirty stalls, I even I was kind of like, oh, oh no, I don't know how I feel about this. Well, you. Okay, couple things. First thing is, mm-hmm. and I there's so many mm-hmm. things <laughs> with this that kind of are going around in that way, right? Like, of okay, so first thing is is that the reason why I react that way is because where is this story again? Uh, Wyoming. How many national news stories come out of Wyoming on a regular basis? I don't think it matters. Though I do, I do think it matters. I think it matters of like whether or not this makes the local news or the local fucking Facebook group versus making national news. Sure, if it got and more the attention. Re- and the reason why it's making national news and getting more attention is because it pushes a very specific narrative. Sure. And the narrative that it pushes is that you know this trans person is doing these terrible things and you can be able to like create a basis for a stereotype to treat a certain type of people a very specific way like similar to like what we were talking about with like rap music and all this other shit well if you listen to rap then like you are into like guns and shit and you gonna like do all these other things and like have conversations and like play dice in the street and like smoke weed all the time and deal drugs like that's what you want to do because there are a small portion of people who do those things all of a sudden again because that's where stereotypes come Mm -hmm. from everybody else is known for that kind of thing for me i feel like it pushes a very negative stereotype around trans people that i don't subscribe to and i i push back against because you have these poor examples and all of a sudden, mm. these are the only poor examples that you're able to see and point to because there's this right wing, like media machine that's pushing you towards that and making it uncomfortable. That makes and, sense. And in mm. that way of like bathrooms and other things like that, like again, you walk into a stall, you pull down your pants, you do your thing. We have different equipment, but the shit comes out literally the same way. Right, mm-hmm. the pee comes out different places, but it still comes out. You do your thing. You you wipe, hopefully, and you flush the toilet, hopefully. If you're a decent person, you put all your shit back together. You open the stall. You open the stall, and you go and you wash your hands. You should be fully clothed when you're washing your hands. So in well, let's, that let's sense, take it out of, that. Let's of, take it, of let's, a bathroom, let's change wait, it from wait. a bathroom to a locker room. Yeah. So that's different. From a from a. So in a locker room. There's guys walking around in, mm-hmm. in our gym locker rooms. There's guys walking around fully nude. So if my sister's in a gym locker room and there's a trans woman there. Women don't really do that in locker rooms like that, though. I, I mean, regardless, they can. I don't think that. I know for a fact women walk around naked in there. They do. Out of the shower, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So 
I don't think that's wrong or right wing. But take it, take it out. So, that. do you feel as though that you? If there was a woman walking around naked in the men's, but gym, if you, so, do I would you feel uncomfortable? Do would you feel uncomfortable with a gay man walking around naked in the no. gym or a gay man being hard in the locker room? I probably, yes, I probably, absolutely. I probably might have a, uh, any guy, gay or straight, being so. Hard then, in so the what's the? Room. So what? So I don't understand what the. So like inappropriate behavior is inappropriate behavior regardless of who you are, or where you come from. Sure. Or what your fucking but equipment is. But somebody who's naked isn't isn't inappropriate. Somebody who it would and even that inappropriate, it would make me feel uncomfortable. Sure. But like I said, if there was a woman in the men's locker room, I would feel uncomfortable. So that's that that I, and I think most. Men would like that's why you like there's rules now you're not supposed to record in there because all the all these things mm-hmm. have started changing right so but I think it's I think it's uh, I understand your point where it's like these news stories that are going over there yeah but I don't think that it's fair to think that these aren't real feelings that people across the spectrum are having. You're 100% right, Sunil. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is where was the national news story that she got accepted into this sorority? That this trans woman got accepted into the story. I think it was part of the story. I, I haven't read the story, but... That wasn't the national story. The mm-hmm. national story was, oh, okay, now here's this negative story on trans Like, women. hard to being inappropriate. And the reality yeah. is, is that if she's being inappropriate, then again, have then that conversation. Right, but like, again, we in also, Los Angeles, California... Well, wait a minute. <laughs> a, pa- a part of the story was that it was like a, a group of people voted it in but not the not everybody in the sorority was okay with it that's why they said that the the no no no, they're like not (laughs) not the students like the person who was overseeing it yeah who's not a student who was just like if essentially she was just like if you don't like it then y'all could leave okay so that's just throwing that context in there she wasn't the end all be all i'm assuming it's a she i don't know who the head well yeah uh the head person wasn't the end all be all of Mm -hmm. of the decision there Right. That, we don't know. Like we don't know what the, this is. Like yeah. we're just going off of what Kelby said. Yeah. But let's say let's take for example, somebody made the choice, and the people that are feeling offended didn't have any say in that choice. So they're they they're in this sorority. They've been in the sorority. Sororities are meant for what they feel like are only women. And now there's somebody that they may feel is a man, whether or not you agree with that or not. Trans women are men or women, whatever it is. Now they don't have a say in it. They have to leave. Who said they didn't have a say in it? That's, that's what that story. that was the point of the that's story. That's why the story because out. the and girls are wasn't a fully suing. fleshed out story. That's what I mentioned in the first place. But the reality, I agree it with you. It didn't need to be a national story. I finished the story. <laughs> to me, I feel like here's the thing. The reality of it is, is that that could be anything. If you replace that with again some woman who's you know sitting in the living room in the sorority house, butt ass naked with her vagina juices all over the fucking couch and shit, and like you know being inappropriate and she's making other women uncomfortable and the other women are like oh well you know she's fine because she can walk this is her house too she can walk around butt ass naked if she want to mm-hmm. like that's not not a part of the rules you would still have a very similar com- you sure. would be having the similar conversation that wouldn't be a national news story the only reason why it's a national news story is because the woman in question who's breaking who is making people uncomfortable is trans and that's what i push back on what i also push back on again is you know, being able to bring a conversation, again, back down to regardless of who it is, what are the norms, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And I do think that, you know, trans people deserve respect 
and you know fair treatment and other things in that sense sure, and thing. and there are plenty of people who make other people uncomfortable regardless of what they look like sure. that's a conversation that you can you know have but if that person isn't again going back to minding your own fucking business if that person isn't violating you personally then why the fuck do you care and most people have never even met a trans person before don't I even don't know. know i went to utah the other day and i, I saw like three of them <laughs> just like, sometimes just you like mean people target. you don't even know are trans so I mean. that's true i've never experienced that too we, we do have to wrap up but i i did want to say this um around this subject matter there is this like fear mm-hmm. of number one change and mm-hmm. then by, through that there's this like kind of fear of like trans and and you know what are they going to do in our community and with it like and so this story kind of does play into that like fear of like well, you remember that Facebook outrage from, I don't know, seven, eight years ago of when they were they were like, well, I don't want them to use the same bathroom as me and all this stuff. And I, I do think that it is fair to have the conversation uh, if somebody feels a certain kind of way, A, because they don't understand or B, because they just feel it. And I, and I don't necessarily think it's fair to just say, well... Um, we have to highlight the fact that she was in, she was inducted or whatever into the sorority because the greater conversation is that they're supposed to, this is supposed to be a normal thing. So it's not, we, we can't, we can't do that. We can't just parse out the fact that like, oh, this great thing happened. Well, if what, like, why do we have to highlight it? And also we know what media does. They, mm-hmm. yeah. it goes if, if it bleeds, yeah. if it bleeds, it leads, the you know, does so the like same thing the, as well. everybody does right the same thing. thing. So everybody kind of has their, they're, they're playing at your emotions. They're playing on one side's fear and they're playing on one side's cape. One side wants to defend that and then uh, uh, the actions or the person or the greater group in general. And then the other side is like, look, I'm freaking out. I, to me, this says something that, that we have a bigger problem than we might even have. So it, it, it is a, a conversation that can't necessarily just be thrown into. It's a, it's if you have a, the opposite feeling of me, then you must be a, a, mm-hmm. a Republican or this or that. I, I don't know. What do you think about that? I think I think that these conversations continue to evolve because mm-hmm. I can we can this. I feel like a version of this conversation was had 15, 20 years ago about gay people. I feel a conversation um, like this was had 50 or 60 years ago about fucking black people. I think a conversation like this was had 100 years ago about Italians or um, Irish people. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the 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 needle continues to move and get pushed around who you need to feel superior than who you, who needs to be othered in order to make you feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. And historically that is a very conservative right wing thing to do. They have been doing it forever by taking the conservative and, and Republican party and saying, well, those people are taking your jobs or those people are doing this, or those people are indoctrinating your children. And this is what we need to fight against because Honestly, they don't have anything else and they're out of stuff to get people to vote for them. So they that's use that to like pull their not as much. I mean, and then, and that's all that's all that's all dependent on your thing. But left demonizes capitalism, demonizes rich people, demonizes now it's white, white, um, you know, white supremacy, demonizes all these things. It's whatever, like Kelby was saying, whatever their base 
capes for they're gonna play to whatever their base is quote unquote afraid of they're going to um they're gonna focus on but capitalism white supremacy a lot of uh, rich people or you know had like being rich what mm-hmm. have you is a whole completely different conversation about like actual whole ass human beings that are just trying to live their lives that are just trying to live their lives and be who they are i do feel like those are two different things i can't you can't both sides giving people the right to just live their lives and be humans you see what i'm saying and that also hurts those people too in that sense of like you know, trans black women get murdered every single day just for being trans black women. Similar to, again, the same right-wing conversation that we've had before where we talk about gay people get, getting murdered for being gay people mm-hmm. or black people being murdered just for being fucking black because you're afraid and they're different and they're othered and those kind of things. Those are different conversations to be had. Now, you can't both sides that. Because, again, the left examples that you're giving aren't, I'm near aren't leading to people ge- being murdered mm. well with, with that being said we're gonna have to have you back on again <laughs> all right we we've we've run out of time but it, it was getting interesting yeah, you know and and um i think it's a good conversation because a lot of our listeners fall on all sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. so you know i think for many people you speak for them you know mm-hmm. right now and we're speaking for a variety of people so it's a good conversation to have i mean i think trans people are people they're human beings they need to be treated with respect and dignity and love and they haven't been and i am really excited for the time that this is goes the same way of you know the gay conversation that we had before that and the conversation that we had before that because i think that this is the last frontier in that sense i think i don't know of any other type of people that they can demonize and and legislate against because that's the other thing too you're creating laws making it illegal for people to be who they are and to a certain point yes like that's what happens right you start with a topic that is approachable and that can be discussed like trans men and women in sports and Mm -hmm. around like what's fair and what's not fair that's a fair conversation to have what isn't fair to have is whether or not they should exist in the first place or they should belong in society as people and human beings and who they are and i think to me i think that's wrong wrong. any human (laughs) deserves to be here I, i i just don't think it's fair to politis like to say it's a political thing when maybe people don't want to agree that a trans woman is the same as a biological woman. But there's only one party that's making it a political thing. There's only one party that's that's passing laws, making it illegal for people to be who they are, or making it legal for parents to make decisions about their children. And to me, that's not okay. Hmm. Well, we're gonna leave you right there on that cliffhanger. For now, if you're listening to this podcast on YouTube, give us a like, drop us a comment. If you have something you want to say, I did see your comment, sir. I'm not big Kanye. I appreciate it, though, for <laughs> a, a comment on our page. Um, if you're listening to the audio version of this, give us a five-star review on Spotify or on whatever app you're using. And this has been The Men and Danielle on the Internet Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like what you saw, please make sure to subscribe to us on Instagram at MOI Podcast. 
and please check us out on our YouTube channel by searching Men on the Internet Network.